We've reached the final out. Hammers one deep left field. This ball is gone. Way out of here by Sue. This kid's got great power. It's time to hear from the players and coaches. This is the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Brent Norton. All right, we're joined by Abe Valdez, the hero of this ball game. Abe, uh, what a job by you. You came in in the eighth inning, a runner on, hadn't had a home run as a BYU Cougar, and you hit one out of here in really tough conditions. And uh, congratulations, it's got to feel good. You get the Cougars at least a share of the conference title, so congratulations. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. You know, Coach Littlewood and Coach Pratt always preach to be ready for any situation, and you know, I'm kind of glad I got the situation, especially in a game like this. You know, it means a lot, first place. and So it was a good team win. We came out and we, we fought the whole game. We were talking a little bit off air about what you saw. Eric Lex, one of the top closers in the league. This kid can really throw it. And uh, what were you, were you just sitting fastball there? Yeah, I mean, Coach Pratt preaches, you know, no matter the pitcher, you know, sit fastball and adjust to anything off speed. Um, but in that situation, 1-0, man on first, I was like, you know what, if he throws me a fastball, and I'm just going to try to put the best swing I possibly can. And I got fortunate and took a good swing at it, apparently. <laughs> well, uh, he was he was telling me before we went on air that he didn't know where the ball was. He knew he got it good, and then he heard Coach uh, Pratt yelling, so he figured what, what had happened there, uh, the home run over the left field wall in very different conditions here tonight than we've seen the last couple of nights. Wind was blowing in, cold. Uh, tough to get it out. I didn't think you could, but uh, but uh, but you got enough of it to get it out. Yeah, definitely. I think you know our strength training has kind of paid off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt I felt really good off the swing. You know, I hit the ball, and it's one of those. You know, usually in baseball, you hit a ball and you don't feel it. You kind of know you hit it pretty good. Well, yeah, I looked up and I'm like, "Where's the ball at?" And then I just hear Coach Pratt yelling, and then I hear everybody else yelling. I'm like, "Oh, I think I know where it is now." And <laughs> luckily, it went over. Uh, that was cool, and then your teammates uh, met you out in front of the dugout. There was some pretty good excitement there. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. I think anytime you win a game like this, you've been battling all game, you know, it means a lot. That's what it's all about. And uh, Abe, have you ever hit a home run like this in, in a big situation like this to, to take a team on to a team championship back in high school, or can you remember? Um, I can't say that I have. I mean, I haven't hit many home runs in my life. I'm not a really power hitter. You know, sometimes you get lucky and you run into a ball, but I can't say that I have. It's probably my most memorable home run, though, I can tell you that. That's good. That's uh, one you'll never forget. You'll be able to tell your kids and grandkids going throughout your life. And, and talk about Justin Sterner. I'll tell you, Justin has struggled a little bit lately, but he was on point today. He didn't walk anybody. Uh, uh, you were behind the plate calling that, uh, calling that game and uh, had to feel good to have Justin throwing the ball so well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Stern's a guy, you know, when he pounds the zone, he's really efficient. And, I mean, he throws hard. So when he's pounding the zone, in and out, and, you know, feeling his fastball, it's, it's a good combination. He's a power pitcher, and he showed it today. The McLaughlin, the same thing. He came in and looked like he was uh, rock solid. Yeah. Reed, I don't know what it is with that guy. He just gets out, gets out, man. All right. Well, hey, Abe, uh, congratulations on a great ball game, great year. I look forward to moving forward now into the conference tournament. All right? Thank you. Appreciate you it. You. Now we're going to be joined by head coach uh, Mike Littlewood and Coach, come on in and sit down. Uh, you know, we, we've talked kind of about the weird vibe we've had the entire series here. And, it, boy, it, it, it continued for like eight innings today. It just <laughs> didn't seem like we could get anything going. And you got to give a lot of credit to this uh, Santa Clara pitching staff. Yeah, they, they, they pitched it really well, if, if not great. Um, and, they you know, today they came right at us. Carville, Lex, they, they used their guys uh, early and they and, – uh, 
I mean, they went to what? Went to McCarville in the fifth inning, whatever it was, or sixth yeah. inning. I mean, they went to him early. Um, you know, before the game, Coach Filter is up at the plate. We're talking to the umpires about the rain, different things. And he goes, guys, I'm telling you what. I'm going to try to beat this team today, you know, and and it was good. I mean, yeah. he was he was really good. He said, with the weather, we're trying to do everything we can to get this game in, but I'm going to do everything I can to beat this team, that we owe that to the rest of the league, and I, in, a, in a good way. He said in a good way, um, like they're going to compete, and they did. Um, I don't know if you saw me. <laughs> I was pacing like a caged cage lion over there in the dugout, just a lot of anxiety and a lot of – because there's so much writing on it. Uh, we've talked about it, RPI, league championship. I think if you have – a good RPI and a league championship, then that's they have to take that into consideration. If you have a high RPI or a average RPI and you don't win your league, it's it's just gives the committee the reason to not let you in. And so, at this point, we've done everything we can. Uh, we'll watch and see if Gonzaga wins uh, the next two or loses one. And um, you know, if not, we're well, we're they, the lose, conference. they lose one, and you're they you're lose in. one. We're we're yeah. the conference champions. Yep. So, and and uh, if they win two, we're we're, we're a share. So right. it's good. Well, Coach, a lot of great things happened today. I know offensively you're a little frustrated, but, uh, boy, Justin Cerner came back with one of his better performances. Uh, he, he reminded me kind of up in Seattle when he was so dom- dominating up there. He was he was really, really good. No walks, six, uh, six strikeouts. Yeah, what I like about that is um, in the seventh he came out, and I said, how do you feel? And he said, I feel good. And I go, Justin, you got to be 100% honest with me. How do you feel? And he goes, I feel like the ball is getting up on me a little bit, and I feel my legs a little tired. And it was perfect because I would hate to have him go back out after he did, like you said, he did such a great job. I think he was in probably seven or eight full full count counts where he got outs, uh, which is and after that was after throwing a couple pitches where they fouled him off, and and then that kind of wears on you. But he just did a great job making pitches when he had to. Get, gets a huge ground ball when he has to. Uh, just, I think it was in the in the eighth when they got right. the lead guy, the, the lead runner on, and just did a great job pitching out of that. So, um, that's what we needed from him today. We needed that kind of start. Well, and the key for him was getting ahead of. He was o he was o two o two o two all night long, and uh, boy, you get uh, up on hitters like that, and he is, you know, he's got good stuff. And uh, again, uh, led you to the win seven and one, and uh, four saves on the year. He's the only Cougar ever in the history of the program to have seven wins in a year. And have four saves. So congratulations to him. And then Reed McLaughlin looks like the Reed McLaughlin of old down here. Uh, he he just came in and uh, it was just lights out. I mean there there was yeah. th- there was no doubt what was going to happen. It's interesting because um, LMU Pacific. I noticed a difference in in Reed's men- mentality and his demeanor on the mound, and you probably noticed it too. Where he'd get behind or he wouldn't get a pitch that he liked, and he kind of turned into a freshman. You know, where he's been acting like a junior or senior. And he would droop his shoulders and walk around and put his head down. And it's just interesting, the timing of, of this. And I, I wanted to talk to Reed about that and, and in depth. And just so happens that yesterday, heading down to maybe it was a field or to lunch or somewhere, we got on the, we got on the elevator together. And I just had that talk and, and extended out to the lobby. And, and I asked him if he, if he kind of felt any of that, if he felt like he was acting a little bit sluggish or like a baby i guess yeah, immature yeah. yeah and he said you know i i really have and you saw yeah, last night you saw an ent- entirely different demeanor from him he went back on the back of the mound like hit his glove walked back up from the back of the mound got on the mound and and, and got it done and so i just we need that right now um we need that from him and he brought the same thing out tonight went two innings they gave up one hit 
had a couple of strikeouts and was never really in any kind of issue or any kind of trouble. So congratulations to those guys on the Hill who have really been doing it the entire year for you. And then, and then let's talk about um, your catcher, Abe Valdez. Uh, this kid, he just gets RBIs. I mean, he's got uh, 14 hits, 14 RBIs on the year, which is just absolutely unbelievable. And I bet you 10 of those RBIs are when he doesn't start, when he just comes in and pinch hit. Um, be, I, and I don't know why. It's interesting. It, it, you know, most people can see what happens on the field performance-wise. We had a, we had me, Coach Bradshaw, Noah Hill, Abe Valdez, and Justin Sterner had a talk before the game. And one of the things about Abe is sometimes he'll play with a low motor. Um, and I talked to him today, and I said, Abe, I'm giving you this chance because it's a, it's a tough turnaround for Noah to, to end catching at 9 o'clock at night and then start catching at 10. You've got this opportunity, but I'm going to monitor your – just your demeanor and energy. your energy. Yeah, focus. Um, all yeah. that stuff in yeah. the first inning. Uh, and Noah was there, too, so I want everybody to know it. And I said, if I don't like it, if I don't like the pace and the tempo, I'm going to take you out and put Noah back in. And I loved Abe's. I loved his tempo. I loved everything about what he did today. Um, he, he was ready to play and ready to hit in that last at-bat for you, sure. You know, I did not think with the conditions we had here and the wind blowing in that anybody could hit one out. Yeah. And Abe first <laughs> says he's not a home run hitter in his first collegiate home run, and it got out of here over the left center field wall. He said he didn't even know where it, where it was. <laughs> he rounded first and heard Trent yelling, and so yeah. he fig- had a pretty good idea what had happened. That's but, funny. But uh, didn't know where the ball was when he hit it. He said he knew he got it good. Yeah, it came off his bat really well. And, and you know, I, I felt like so- as soon as it came off his bat, I thought it had a chance. At least we got one. You know, we, we were going to at least get yeah. one. Um, but it just seems like every hard ball we've hit this weekend was right at him. Um, and then – we we didn't hit a whole lot of balls hard when when we had opportunities guys in scoring this is a weird it was a weird weekend and i think it has to do with the championship and everything is right there for you and um all you got to do is do it type thing and and uh that pressure wore on them just a little bit yeah played a little anxious played a little uptight yep. uh, maybe tried to do too much it seemed like from my perspective and and uh and and then you get down to the you know, late innings here in Game Three, and man, it gets scary. Yeah, and you got to oh. have big performances, and you guys, you, you had guys step up. Well, I just feel like it's one-one, um, and then all of a sudden, if you if we give up a run, then we would shut down. It, that's kind of what it felt like, uh, and it felt like Trent and I were talking. We're like, hey, we might not, we might have to come back here and play the twentieth inning I, I on was, Tuesday. I was planning on <laughs> so, it. It was, yeah, nobody was getting on base. So just awesome to. to Deming comes up. Deming had had four really really yeah. good at bats tonight, and I think any other day with the, without the wind blowing in from right, he might have got a home run and a double to right field. I mean, he really hit those balls hard, and then he did a great job against McCarville, just staying in there, committing himself to hitting a fastball and, and hit, getting getting that leadoff run for us. Casey bunts him over, executes that, it just you know played out just as, exactly how we would have hoped. Well, and, and and what was kind of a weird weekend, Coach? We both agree. Uh, I mean, what a great way to end it. What what a great way to take that yeah. momentum into the conference tournament, and the highs of that, and 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 uh, Valdez's home run and the team uh, being so excited. So, I, I think that's a good thing. And now going on to Banner Island uh, on uh, Thursday, uh, looking forward to that. And you've got some decisions to make about who you're going to start. I guess you'll ba- base that on matchup and I think and how so. they did and yeah. against those teams. I mean, I would tend to go with Woody. Um, you know, he, he's he's been there, and and but. Like to this morning's lineup was, um, yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of time to think about lineup, and you know I go with Brian and, and Austin. It just felt it just kind of felt right. Um, 
so who knows? It might just be a feeling where we just go, let's go with this guy. I, I don't I don't know, but 99% it's going to be Woody, but um, he's been there, done that, and we trust him. Well, let me congratulate you first on the regular season title. Coach, uh, coming back from last year, uh, I've got to give the credit to you, uh, you, your coaching staff, for turning the mindset of this team around. And uh, and look where we are now. It really is an unbelievable turnaround from last year. Well, I appreciate that, but I, you know, for me, um, we haven't done a whole lot different. I think it's just, I, I, I kind of give all the credit to our older guys uh, because they've really, and and including Jackson Clough, who's coming and been been a true leader. Struggled this weekend, but he's been such a true leader for us. Um, and him and Brock have carried us at times, if not the whole entire year. But those guys have just been, I mean, there's a lot of all of them. Keaton Kringlin, who has played sparingly lately, um, but he's been incredible in the dugout, picking guys up. And he gets a start last night, and today he doesn't start, and he's just the same guy. And, that, and it wasn't like that last year with a lot of guys. And then the young guys have bought in. They're like, oh, this is how we're supposed to do it. And so I, I don't feel like we've changed a whole lot, but I do feel like there's been more buy-in on what we're trying to do, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. If everybody's on the same page, I think you you can accomplish a lot more than when guys are obviously in different factions and going different ways. And so, but I, I appreciate that. I think our staff's done a great job sticking together. Michael Bradshaw's been incredible for us. Brought brought just brought some new life and uh, different philosophies and uh, a throwing program that's great. You can and you can see the the results of that uh, of that hard work and that change. And so, overall, just been a just been a great great year for us. You know, and and, and on top of the buy-in, I mean, you, you're. You, so many times in college baseball, and I've been doing this a long time, your seniors, some of them kind of check out, you know, mm-hmm. if they're not playing a lot or whatever. And you've had guys in a way, Sue, you name it, Casey Jacobson, his best best year of his yeah. career. I mean, yeah. guys, you talk about guys leading out, but then actually leading out on the field with their performance, you've had also a lot of that from your upperclassmen. Well, you know, I look at Casey, he got, he got the opportunity this year to start and say this is your third base is your position. And then he kind of lost it, um, and so is, so did Carson Matthews. I mean, there's been – and so well, I, I'm not even looking at it like that anymore. I'm, I'm thinking, who can help us today? And Coach Herring said it the best. He goes, you know, when we, when we win we a particular game, we use most of our roster. And it's true. We, we really do. And so I don't – I just think we have – nine we, we probably have 12 different starters for nine for eight different position well, players you know you you you've got a dh you've got first second and third base that have been kind of rotational this year and nobody's at times people have stepped up and then they and then other guys get chances and and they've come in and done it and uh, it seems like whenever you've plugged the plugged the guy in he, he's he's stepped up and been ready to play yeah i mean it's made me look really good but it's it's been those guys they have to yeah. they have to go in and perform and and uh, you know i look at last year and all the all the the, the decisions we've made i would second guess myself because a lot of them didn't work and it just happens to be the nature of of this season and and how guys the expectations of when you go in you're expected to, to to just it doesn't matter if you sat for eight games in a row, you're expected to go in there and get the job done, um, and and that mindset's really helped move us along this year and, and sustain our success. Well, you deflect uh, some of the compliments there, coach, but I'm telling you, I've been around this game a long time and seen enough BYU uh, baseball teams, and it really has been a monumental turnaround this year. And congratulations on that. Now into the conference tournament as the number one, probably the number one or two seeds, and. Uh, and uh, look forward to some good baseball next week up in uh, Stockton. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I hope we go in there and just play the way we played all year um, and get to that championship game, give ourselves a chance. We don't want to back into to an NCAA tournament by, by getting an at-large bid and you know 
just we want to earn it. Uh, I, I think our body of work has earned it clearly, but uh, we, we want to take that question mark out and just go go get our business done. And it's going to take better per- pitching performances, just like we got when we won it the other. You know, we had four incredible starting pitching performances after we lost the first game a couple years ago, and that's what it's going to take. Yep. It takes a little magic. Um, and we'll see if we have it next week. It should be fun, though. We've given ourselves a chance. No doubt about it. Well, Coach, uh, congratulations on the great win. The series win over Santa Clara, and we'll see you uh, over in Stockton on Wednesday. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Brent. Hey, thanks for everything you've done, too. I know it's uh, you're traveling around with us, and we, we appreciate you. part of the family. You bet. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Coach Mike Littlewood as the Cougars win this one by a score of 3-1. to one. Big win for the Cougars. As they uh, with this, they will lock up the regular season championship. And the uh, big winner in this one is uh, Abe Valdez. He goes two for three today. But the big hit, the two-run shot in the eighth inning, or in the ninth inning, to give the Cougars a 3-1 lead. And it was held on by uh, Reed McLaughlin, who picked up his seventh win of the year. Alex Lex, or Eric Lex, takes his first loss. Two hours and 28 minutes, game time, 395 in attendance. Cougars beat the Santa Clara Broncos by a score of 3-1. to one. The Cougars will be back in action next Thursday from Stockton. Don't know the game time yet. That will depend on the Gonzaga series at LMU. But with the win, the Cougars uh, go to 19-8 and eight in the conference, 36-15 and 15 on the year, and are nationally ranked. And uh, So they'll be coming home for a couple of days of practice before heading back down here to the Central California area. We'd like to thank uh, Tuckett Slade for his great work on the radio. Also, Nate Israelson, all year long back at BYU uh, Central, running the board. I appreciate all his work and support. And uh, uh, we'll just uh, sign off by letting uh, Cougar fans know we'll, we'll be back on the air next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from Banner Island Paul Park, uh, the uh, location of the 2019 West Coast Conference uh, Baseball Championship. Uh, today, the Cougars beat the Santa Clara Broncos by a score of 3-1. to one to win the regular season title of the West Coast Conference. With that, we'll say so long from Santa Clara. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. BYU Baseball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.